Uh, Maureen, I know that we are planning our holiday special today, but there is an election in (coughs) Alabama. (coughs) And we got, we got, uh, what? Are you there? On the first day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me a package with a P-tape. No, okay, so, uh, yeah, the polls are closing in Alabama. On the second right, day of uh, Christmas, the Russians sent to me two dumb sons and a package with a P-tape. Uh, Maureen, do you... Are On you, the third you day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. I just, I'm, maybe you're, are your, are your headphones not on? Maureen, are you there? On the fourth day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me four carters paging, three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. I just, I don't, On the fifth day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me five tiny Fingers, four carters paging, three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. I just, I'm not, I, we have a whole script here. We've got a whole plan. I'm not, I don't know where you're going with this. On the sixth day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me six wikis leaking, five tiny fingers, four carters paging, three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. On the seventh day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me seven lawyers lying, six wikis leaking, five tiny fingers, four carters paging, three french fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. Just keep going, I guess. On the eighth day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me eight spies spying, seven lawyers lying, six wikis leaking, five tiny Four carters paging, three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. On the ninth day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me nine mooches mooching, eight spies spying, seven lawyers lying, six wikis leaking, five tiny fingers. Four carters paging, three French fries, two dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. You're going to go still? On the 10th day of Christmas, the Russians said to me, 10 flins of flipping, 9 witches mooching, 8 spies spying, 7 lawyers lying, 6 wikis leaking, 5 tiny fingers, 4 carters paging, 3 french fries, 2 dumb sons, and a package with a P-tape. You're doing 11? 11th day of Christmas, the Russians sent to me. 11 sources speaking, 10 flints of flipping, 9 witches mooching, 8 spies of spying, 7 lawyers lying, 6 wiggies leaking, 5 tiny fingers, 4 carters paging, 3 french fries, 2 dumb sons, and a package with a beating. Ah, uh, fuck it, I'm in two. On the twelfth day, day of Christmas, Christmas the, the Russians, Russians sent to me twelve diets coking, eleven sources speaking, ten flints of flipping. flipping. 
Nine mooches mooching, eight spies are spying, seven lawyers lying, six wikis leaking, five tiny fingers, four quarters paging, three French fries. Two, Two dumb sons and a package with a Says who? The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. And guess what I did today, Dan? Um, for Christmas shopping? Nope. Uh, ice skating no. in Rockefeller Center? Uh-uh. Um, that, that's the entirety of things that people in New York do around Christmas. No, there's something else. Oh, the uh, ice skating behind the library. Uh-uh. I flooded my apartment, Dan. Oh, that's very festive. Yeah. You know, it turns out that my brain is full and at capacity at the end of 2017. It has no more memory space. And I thought it did, Dan. I thought it did. But because it's the end of 2017 and we are all broken... I was running my tub and I put a couple, you know, delicate stuff in to wash. And I was like, I'll just get the cold water going. I'll just quick check the news, Dan. I said, I'll just quick check the news. And Mm, that doesn't work. No, no. I saw it and I was like, oh. And I sat down and then my brain, the cell that was supposed to hold the information about me having turned in the tub, fucked off, Dan. It Mm. went out. Ah. For probably a good half hour, Dan. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of time. Oh, it wasn't five minutes. It was not five minutes. It was a while. And the way that I knew what had happened is that I got up from the news and uh, my, the work that emails I was sending, and then I walked across my office floor and said, "Why is the carpet wet?" And then I stood there for about oh. ten seconds, looking around with like the Jeopardy music playing in my head. Like, why is the carpet wet? Why is the... And then slowly, 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 I kind of backtracked and went back and remembered turning on the water and had no recollection of turning it off. Oh. hmm That's... Uh, it's a lot of water. Yeah. That's a, probably a pretty good way to meet your downstairs neighbors. I don't think I flooded them. I haven't heard well, anything. That's, that's nice. I, I I think I just took out myself, basically. <laughs> happy, happy holidays. You got all new flooring. Yeah, I mean, I had so much to do, but in the end, I spent six hours throwing down towels, scooping up, scooping up water. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it made me sneeze this story. Because, uh... <laughs> Sorry. That was a loud sneeze, partially because when you flood your place, it gets real musty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> real yeah. musty. 
Yeah, it's not like you can throw the windows open because it's a little cold outside. Nope, and I have big old shag rugs that, um, let me tell you, Dan, when they get wet, they just they nice. get real, it's a lot your of- whole, Your whole apartment must smell like wet dog. It doesn't because I, um, I really threw myself into the project of cleaning and um, it's better than uh, reading the news. True. <coughs> that is very true. You're, it's okay. You can cough as much as you want because uh, I am extremely sick. I have a 101 fever while we record this, and I had the chills, so I'm bundled up, and I look like Gandalf recording a podcast. You look like Gandalf on the best of days, so like on the worst of days, you look like um, Gandalf in the woods, maybe, or... Yeah, I, I, I look like Gandalf as he's being thrown off that bridge by the Balrog right now i think but yeah i uh i i have spent the last month of my life tending to various ill people in my house and my body uh went on strike i think and now i am i am sick i'm taking mucinex i've never done that before that's a that's an adventure wow yeah it's uh it makes it softens up your snot in a very weird way. Yes, it does it does it contain uh gluc uh Oh, I know the name oh, of it. Gluco- just uh, contains red color. No, That's all glu- I know. Is it glucose? Or at night it's blue color. I know what it's called. My mom made my mom before I went to college made me memorize the generic name of most common over-the-counter drugs and their dosages. Hmm. Naturally. That's what every child does before they go to college. Yeah. So I'm embarrassed that it didn't immediately. It's a G word. I want to say glucosamine, but that's not it. Anyway, Maureen. I'm embarrassed now. I've let my I've let myself down. It's okay. I've let my mom down. I've let you down, says Julian. I've It's it's oh, okay, Maureen. No, it's you not, know what? It's, it's the a, end of the year. I flooded that my that you're standing that you're putting words together. That you are capable of forming even the most modest of sentences is a win. Let's chalk that one up into the win column because it has been a hell of a year. And Maureen, we are supposed to be celebrating. We have promised people a holiday spectacular. Yeah. You are uh, you are spectacularing in a musty, flooded apartment, and I am spectacularing and expectorating. With a nasty head cold and a fever. Dan, we gotta remember we're getting ready to live to the max in 2018. We are, and you know to the max in 2018. But honestly, this feels like a very 2017 Christmas. That is the name of our special: a very 2017 Christmas. We just need something to catch on fire while we're recording. I think possibly what was distracting me as I was. Um, trying to wash the clothes and flooded my apartment was the fact that an explosive device had been set off in the city in which I live. And I was okay. trying trying partially to find out, you know, what had exploded. So I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's fair I to want that, to know what exploded. That'll hold up in the homeowners association meeting. And uh because that was that was uh, that was yesterday, and today, as we sit here, we are waiting for the results of the special election in Alabama. It's a very, a very special election. A very 2017 special election. 
on last night, um, my goodness me, Roy Moore had a had a last minute jamboree, and uh, whoo, what what larks happened there? Um, I managed to miss that because I went to bed at eight p.m. last night. That's how sick I was. I turned to the rest of my family and I said, "Are you all okay? Getting yourselves to bed?" And I just crawled off into a haze of Mucinex PM. God damn it, what is that called? I need to look it up. This is very upsetting to me, Dan. Yes. It's a G word. And it's the one I can never pronounce. That's why. Guanafenison. I know how to do it. I just learned. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. I'm such a guanafenison. 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 I'm saying it wrong. I do know how to say it. God damn it. God damn it. Anyway, what you missed, Dan. Yes. At the Jamboree. Was Kayla, is I believe it's Kayla Moore getting up and saying, Everyone says we don't like the Jews. Well, one of our lawyers is a Jew. So that was, oh, that was fun. Ah. And then another person ah. got up and told an awesome story about how Roy Moore is a cool person because when they were in Vietnam, they went to a whorehouse together and he didn't even want to have sex with any of the 14 year olds. Oh, it was a heartwarming man. night, Dan. That's a that's a hell of a closing argument. And today, I saw today. Today he decided to vote by riding a horse sure. in to normal. vote. Yeah, which is super normal. normal. And and Maureen, I am, I am not a fancy lad. I have ridden a horse maybe once in my life. I've certainly seen people ride horses before. But Roy Moore rides a horse like somebody described riding a horse to him and then just threw him on the back of a horse. I did not know about horse Twitter because I was so busy today, but I am excited about horse Twitter. Horse Twitter is amazing, and horse Twitter was... They were not having his... Horse riding form. It sounds like he was like the horse ebooks of horse riding. Yes. Maybe. My favorite of the of the horse Twitter disses of Roy Moore was you would think he would ride Western, but he was using two hands English, but they were far apart. What is he doing? And I was just like, this is amazing. I don't know what any of those words meant, but they meant a lot to you. I'm excited personally. I'm excited uh, in a kind of I'm excited in the way that only someone who spent the day bucketing out their apartment can be, I guess, uh, to see if a pedophile is going to be elected to the Senate. I mean, I think we're all excited to find out. But Maureen, I feel like we are not I feel like we're not jingling. That's true. It's the, We should really be jingling. I love here. the holidays, Dan. It just it snowed the other day here in New York. It was Santa Con. It snowed here. Oh, it's beautiful. SantaCon is beautiful? No. SantaCon is not beautiful. SantaCon is where a bunch of people who are not Santa, who are lying, who are false Santas, they come and they wear uh, Santa suits and they get drunk at 11 in the morning and they throw up in cabs. And then um, you find bras in the street afterwards. Well, It's for kids. It's nice. That's, uh, that is... What a wonderful way to ring in the season. I was out doing some Christmas shopping, and I passed restaurants and bars in which 
they were so packed with people in Santa suits that it was the windows were steaming up and I just saw kind of the pressed butts of Santas filling steamy windows of people just jammed into bars with televisions on, um, getting drunk and throwing up in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, so that's nice. It's, that's nice. It's the city and the, there's a whole Christmas song about the, like, it's Christmas time in the city. And that's, uh, they're talking about drunk Santas, right? No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not, Dan. It is beautiful here at Christmas so. time. We have a beautiful tree. We have ice skating. We have many beautiful lights. It is lovely here at Christmas time. And you got drunk Santas. No, they're gone now. Okay. <sighs> Dan, Dan, it's been, uh, we're almost, we're not quite at the end of 2017. 2017 is not done with us. No. They're, but 2017 is plotting how to make the last couple weeks really count. We've had, uh, we've had many things happen in the last, uh, God, Dan, has your conception of what two weeks is become completely warped? Uh, in it, yes, in taking notes for this episode, just kind of compiling what happened, it was a, it was a, it was an exercise in that didn't happen within the last two weeks, and then you realize, oh yes, it did. Like everything felt like this was months ago. For instance, right after we released our last episode, a couple days later is when uh, Michael Flynn turned himself into our good friend, yeah, Bobby Three Sticks, Robert Mueller. Right. <sighs> that was pretty exciting. That was a pretty exciting morning. Yeah, it was. I was uh I was I was dropping uh my son off at preschool when it was all going down and I was I was not a good parent that day cuz I was staring at my phone instead of uh instead of, you know, making sure he wasn't being hit by cars in the parking lot, but he wasn't. So You're a good dad. Yeah, so sure. Sure. We'll go with that. In in December Let's, you know, so many terrible things have happened in 2017, but great things have happened. Have they? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Try and... I'm sure something I mean, great happened in 2017. I mean, some fun stuff happened. Look, it's just, it's nice, it's just time to be thankful. I think it's very, I am, I am jingling about the fact that it's almost over. Hell yeah. This has been, for me, easily the hardest year of my entire life, and uh, I am very happy to see it uh, shuffle its ass out the door in just a few weeks. At the end of 2016, I went to a New Year's Eve party uh, up in Massachusetts, and uh, I took over one of the rooms and I did an exorcism of 2016, which was very cathartic. And I'm thinking I should do it again, because it, it really does feel good to to wave it goodbye. That and uh, I'm Maybe I'll do it, because we're going to be, we have to be here because of Zelda's chemo, so we are going to be here in our in our house so maybe i'll set up my altar maybe i'll live stream it so that everyone can take part in a in a live exorcism of 2000 
17 if they wish. That'd be nice. I like it. That's something to do. I like it. It felt really good to kind of say goodbye to it. And we did things like I had people write down on pieces of paper things that they wanted to say goodbye to in 2016, things that had happened. And then they taught, you know, I had them kind of just write it down, say goodbye. And then I anointed it. I saged it. I splashed it with special water. And then I burnt it. And then I took the ashes out and I buried them in the snow. And then I rang a bell. It's pretty good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Sign me up. And I got a special good bell for it. There's a nice clear big ring like a meditation bell. And I had all the special candles out with David Bowie on them and Mr. T and Obama and like all, you know, cool people. And they all were glowing. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful ceremony. I should do it again. You should definitely do it again. Yeah. I should maybe just... uh, It is funny, thinking back to how all of us were like, oh, good riddance, 2016. 2016 was different, though. 2016, um, I believe, took out a number of great people who are now forming a galactic confederacy to come back and save us. And I think I really believe that. Yeah. You can't convince me that David Bowie and Prince and Carrie Fisher aren't working together right now to stop Trump because I believe that they are. And I think I genuinely believe that. Uh, Guia Fenison, that's what it's called. Guia Fenison, that's how you say it. That's the expectorant. See, it always, that's the, it always that's comes the... to me. Down, like it, it, was, it was there. It was ticking away in the background. Phew. Guia Fenison. There are yeah. a lot of listeners that are happy that you resolved that they've dangling thread there. there. They've been sitting there. They've been holding their breath going... What is it? She can't, she's just not saying it right. It's guiafenison, everybody. It's very good if you have congestion and stuff. And it doesn't really interact with anything. It's very safe to take. Guiafenison. Ask your healthcare provider or a pharmacist about it. Blue Apron. It's guiafenison. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Uh. I want to thank at the end of, as we close down 2017... Our sponsor, Blue Apron, who has really come through for us this year in a big way and has uh, has kept us going. Um, and through their, 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 through their food in a box, I'm just, That's Dan, I think it's time to really, it, what? There, there, there are a lot of things to be thankful in sustaining this podcast, but uh-huh. I, I just think the, the, the sponsor that sponsors every podcast but ours is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you say they don't sponsor us, I mean, they sponsor us. And I mean, no. So some of the things that are on the menu that are menus coming up that I'm I'm really, really excited yeah. to eat. So the weekend. So anyway, of, uh, also what happened in the last two weeks. OK, on the week uh, on Donald Christmas Trump week, Jr. I, testified. I just. Can I just say one thing here? On Christmas week, they have mushroom and potato tacos with romaine and orange salad. They really like those potato tacos. And um, that looks um, real starchy. I got to say, it looks real, real starchy. But I mean, I guess if you want to spend your Christmas eating a potato taco, I mean, why not? Uh, Look, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. And that may appeal to you. And that's fine. I mean, Blue Apron wouldn't give it to you if it wasn't food. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. It looks like, 
Also in the picture, they have these glasses of stuff that yeah. I think is beer, okay. but it looks like piss. Yeah, so it looks anyway. like a cup of hot piss. So and in other I think news, it's just it's just the angle okay, they're taking everyone, it. She's just gonna talk, and I'm gonna go. I ahead. don't. I don't think Blue Donald Apron Trump is selling Jr. you a cup testified of hot piss. for eight hours in closed door interviews with the House Intelligence Committee. Now, what looks a attorney client better. privilege and not answering questions about conversations with his dad. But the thing that's funny there is he's not his attorney. Um, they are actually serving steak Diane, which is like a real I think that's a real kind of 50s. And dish, you know, this is Diane. sort of festive. Trump recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, which is awesome because um, it sort of looks like that's airplane. not a controversial thing at all to do. And it's especially loved by evangelical Christians, and that's like kind of Christmassy. They like oh God, it because they another, he think they, they think it's going to bring uh, Armageddon around. I don't think they recommend drinking hot urine with their tacos, but again, I'm not a chef. I don't know. I mean, some people drink their some people drink their own urine, the and New I guess York that's Daily fine. News today. It's sterile. I don't think it's going to hurt you. uh, None of the members of the Trump family that voted absentee in the New York mayoral election actually successfully completed their ballots. They have a seared chicken with mashed potatoes that honestly looks like it's made for a three-year-old. Melania didn't follow directions and she didn't sign her envelope, so her vote didn't count. Ivanka sent her ballot in too late. Probably not. That's probably not bad. I mean, it looks. Jared terrible, never sent but... in his ballot, and somehow Donald Trump got his own birthday wrong by a month. It really looks like piss. I really don't think they should shoot these drinks from above. Blue Apron, don't drink it with a cup of piss. Maureen, it's our no. holiday spectacular. I know. And to truly and make it spectacular, I invited a very special guest. That's I'm right, excited. Maureen. That's right, Maureen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Who's uh-huh, the most uh-huh. specialist guest a person could invite for a holiday spectacular? Santa! That's right, Parker <gasps> Malloy from Upworthy. Uh, okay, I mean... I mean, I really like that, but that's not Santa. She's also that... Santa. This is the thing that boys and girls don't know, but every December, Parker Malloy from Upworthy stops tweeting, stops writing great stories, and heads to the <gasps> North Pole to make toys for all the good girls and boys. Yay! And we managed to get her down from her busy schedule making toy trains and dolls that have uh, strings that you pull that say things. And and she was able to join us to spread a little bit of holiday cheer. Santa. Welcome to our holiday workshop. Parker Malloy. Hello. Hi. Ho, ho, hello. Ho, ho, ho. Says who, who, who. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, wait. I didn't. I didn't work on that. I should no. have. I should have worked that. Shopped that a little bit more. Uh, the first thing. Well, first of all, welcome to our holiday workshop. It's it's good to be here. It's yeah. uh, It's quite the holiday workshop that we've got going. We make toys. We make. Um, we mo- we mostly make toys, and they're not mostly. very good toys. Mostly no. toys. It's like but, a piece of gum. Yeah. And a, some sawdust. They're two seven. 
2017 toys. 2017 is the Island of Misfit Toys year. So <laughs> it's like that's so kind true. of where we're at. So, yeah. But anyway, it's uh it's 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 pretty good to to be here. I'm I was I was very happy to be asked to to join you for your holiday spectacular. Not going to brag or anything, but it's been pretty spectacular. We're barely alive. My sinus infection is really making it extra festive. <sighs> I wish I wish I had something to complain about to make it festive. But I don't. I'm I'm just chilling in my, my apartment's freezing cold, so there's that. I'm wearing like a weird a weird winter shawl slash poncho thing. I I bought at a store that was just that all they sold were blankets and ponchos. It was great. But uh yeah, so you know. I'm basically wrapped in a blanket at my computer. You are you are a human living in the world in twenty seventeen, so you have plenty to complain about. <laughs> Just, this is true. They just don't have anything but, you specific right now. But like, I mean, it's kind of magical. I just looked out my window and it started it started snowing recently, apparently. I haven't looked out a window in a couple hours. So It's true. I am also here in, in Chicago and yes. it did start snowing and it's kind of a beautiful really beautiful is. movie snow right now. I know. It's yeah, it's perfect. We we don't we don't have that here no. in New York. We, we mm. don't we don't have that. Sounds so nice where you are. Sounds very jolly. It's like it's jolly and perfect and uh, never terrible or cold or too no. snowy. Chicago, Chicago's wonderful in the winter. You see, this is, Dan told me this last week when I was like wondering where I should move to that was sunnier and brighter and had longer days and nicer winters. Oh yeah, and... Chicago. Always yeah. Chicago. It's really? always 72 and sunny. Yep. Um, even right now, really? snow is falling, really? still yeah. 72 degrees, still sunny after the sun went weird. down. It's very weird. But, uh, you know. It's... And the days are longer in the winter? Oh, That's much. my understanding, yeah. yes. Really, it's not that the days are longer here. It's that they're shorter where you are, wherever you are. <sighs> so. I... Oh, my God. <laughs> wherever I go? Anywhere. It's... This has to do with me? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't come to Chicago. Oh my God! Wait a minute. This is all. You know what? This is the first thing I've heard this year that made sense. That's why we got Parker on. Well, and uh, just to just to let you know what's going on in my in my little my little area right now, I've got my my dumb fat dog Meatball currently. I thought I to... heard Meatball. Yeah, she's making all sorts of noises, and she's currently eating Meatball. Meatball, stop it! Hey, hold on. <laughs> Meatball. Okay, she's currently eating bunny poop uh, because oh, I have two nice. pet rabbits. Yeah, so she's just like chilling by the bunny thing like, oh, cool. I finished my dinner and now it's time for dessert. And it's just Man. gross. Anyway, uh, she seems to be done with that for now. Oh, no, she went to the other bunny. Anyway, I'm going to let her do what she's going to do. So That seems like a, yeah, that seems like a daily battle that you can't possibly win. No, I just don't get it. I like there will be actual dog treats that I will give her and she'll be like, eh, but rabbit shit. She's all about that. So, you, you know. know, this ties in very nicely to something we wanted to talk to you about, because we have on says who an ongoing conspiracy wall that we've had. We've talked about Dan and I at length. We've talked about it with Helen Rosner, formerly of Eater. And that is. It has to do with food. 
mm-hmm. food Parker, how the food web explains everything that's happened this year. And uh, it has to do, yes, well, it has to do with meatloaf. Uh, it's, a, it's a very ground beef based uh, uh, conspiracy wall. It's very heavily beef based with Trump and Paul Ryan also has a meatloaf recipe and Trump's love of ketchup also forms like a whole sub part of this. And we take all the food news that comes in and we incorporate it into our conspiracy wall. And this week, Parker, it is food news has giveth and giveth because it is the holidays. It is a celebration of food. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, have we had some food news this week when it comes to learning about what a deranged weirdo Trump is. You know, I've actually never felt more um, this news that came in. I've actually never felt more, um, you know, Trump's never been more relatable to me than he has this week, actually, you know, with the food news, the the 12 Diet Cokes a day. That's totally my jam. That is that is me. When I when I see these stories that are like, how bad is it to drink a dozen Diet Cokes a day? I, I, I I don't read them because I don't want to know. You don't want to know that? (laughs) No, I'm sure it's not good. Can't be Are good. you exaggerating or is that your actual number? You drink a half a case of Diet Coke a day? <laughs> I, yeah, probably about eight, actually. Six to eight. Mm-hmm. So that's, okay. you know, it's not 12. That's still, that's, but, that's but half that, a term. I'm not, I'm not at the presidential level here. I'm just, right. I'm at like the writer barely scraping by trying to, trying to afford all my soda with the, with the soda tax that we had. Like, that was... I actually here's here's how much soda I drink. I went out um, after the soda after the the sweetened beverage tax or whatever they called it went into effect. I went and bought a soda stream because I didn't want to pay that tax. That's how much I drank to where it was wow. actually making a financial difference to me <laughs> to Man. pay the ten cents an ounce tax. You bought a soda wow. stream and a don't tread on me flag. Seriously, I was I, I said that that tax is going to turn me into a libertarian or something. <laughs> You're one ten cent tax away from That's... being a, a a one a member of the Paul family. Seriously, we we that's it's that close. You you can you can tax any you can tax my income up to ninety percent if you want, but don't you come for my drinks. Wow, it's my it's the only vice I have left. I've pretty much quit quit like drinking alcohol like the, the past couple of years. I quit smoking like three years ago, and I loved doing both of those things so much. So let me have my soda. <laughs> we are rapidly approaching the end of the year, and um, we're not that far off even from a full year of this dude in office, and um. I'm just curious about, like, what are the things that when you look across at the last 11 months um, or even full year since we were well into this hell a year ago, um, you know, what are the things that what even sticks with you? It's so hard to keep track of it all. Yeah. I mean, he uh, he likes to brag about how how many accomplishments he has. And it's kind of funny and it's kind of a joke because he doesn't doesn't have that many legislative accomplishments. However, He's uh he's kept everyone he's lived rent free in all of our heads for the past year and accomplished a lot in that regard. I mean, I don't know. One the one thing that kind of worries me 
uh, you know, a year into this. So when Trump first had announced his like his travel ban, people were up in arms and they they went to the airports and they protested and it was this big show of big show of nonviolent force in response to that. Every like totally bonkers thing he's done since then, the response gets smaller and smaller. Yeah. And it, it worries me. I mean, you know, even the the day when he announced that the the trans military ban on Twitter, which was ridiculous. Uh, you know, there were there were people who were just like, this isn't good, but then they were like, eh. <laughs> you know, it was like within a day, people had mostly just forgot. Like it's still something that's being like litigated and you know, people are trying to stop it and push back on it, but it's not in the um the front of people's minds these days and honestly it's with with so much else that's going on i don't see how it could even you know that's that's kind of been this this whole administration's weird uh approach to avoiding disaster is to constantly come up with a new thing for people to be like did that just happen uh you know about and forget what they were just worried about you know, oh, healthcare. No, how about taxes? Okay, how about taxes? How about a uh, travel ban? Or we're going to just take uh, birth control away? Or we're going to, you know, argue in favor of a dude who wants to sell wedding cakes, but not to certain groups of people or something like that. So, I mean, he's been keeping busy with all sorts of time-consuming energy consuming things that just watching this and trying to keep up with with the news really just kind of takes a takes such a toll on you that like you were saying it's like it's hard to pinpoint one thing that that he's done or that's changed or you know whatever the case and i mean i I think that in my case uh there you know as far as there are some positives that have kind of come of this one of one of those things is that it's really forced me to take like a very hard look at who I am as a person, who I want to be as a person, uh, and how to take care of my own mental health. <laughs> um, and I think I've 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 made some like major strides strides in that over the past over the past year or so. And you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that everything does seem horrible, and you know, trying to get my own stuff together. Well, this is, um, we talk about this as, this isn't really a podcast. It is a coping strategy. Have you, like, what do you, uh, we always ask people, like, what do you do for your coping? Sure. Yeah, I mean, in my case, uh, a few things. Uh, I, I, I try to, uh, I, I love, love to be on social media. I like being on Twitter. Um, Twitter's fun. When it's not horrible, which it's usually horrible. So it's sometimes fun, though. Um, I stop. I switched my notifications to just show me people I follow because I don't need to see all the rest of those. I once checked on, like, Twitter's analytics things. I get something like 1,500, like, app mentions a month. <laughs> and it's like, I don't have time to respond to those or even look at those. Um so it's like, so that's one thing. Uh, a couple other things I do is uh, I've got, I use this therapist service online thing called Talkspace, which is really cool. 
um, because I have never really done well with like face-to-face talk therapy because it makes me anxious, which kind of defeats the purpose of it. Um, so this, it's like you just text back and forth with a therapist throughout the day. You can just kind of be like, this is my problem. And they're like, here's some coping strategies or something you can kind of do to help. I found that to be super helpful for me. Um, another thing I do is, uh, I recently started this, uh, headspace meditation thing, giving that a try. And I'm liking that so far. I've never meditated before. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, it's been interesting and good. And, uh, you know, and then another thing, which was something that my, my therapist and I kind of, kind of sort of came up with my therapist from, from the Talkspace app, um, was to use my social media to keep lists for myself and set myself reminders. And, you know, by putting it on social media, it kind of keeps me accountable. Like, you know, um, there have been some, some sort of various studies and whatnot that have shown that keeping a list of things you're thankful for is really helpful. Um, you know, it, but the issue with me is when I'm just keeping a list, it's easy to just be like, eh, not tonight. I don't want to keep a list. I don't want to, I don't want to take the time to, to switch my brain from panicking about the world to thinking about something I'm thankful for from that day. So by putting it on social media, which I've done since January 1st, um, this thankfulness thread, it's been really helpful. So every night I just, before I go to bed, I find one thing from that day that I'm kind of okay with and happy with, even if it's like, I like today I'm thankful for my dozen diet Cokes, you know, like (laughs) anything like that. I will, um, just kind of put a note and put it in the thread and then the next day add to it and so on and so forth. Um, you know, same thing with just, uh, after that, before I go to bed every night, I just tweet myself like a little like affirmation, just being like, I tried my best today. Uh, tomorrow I'll do the same. And at first when I did that, there people were like, are you okay? Because when you say like, I tried my best today, it makes it sound like you failed, but it's like, that's all we can do. We, all we can do is try our best. So I'm just, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself I can, even if I haven't always been. So that's awesome. I mean, uh, I have noticed your thankfulness thread and it's interesting, the idea of kind of doing something like that publicly, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's easy to let that sort of thing fall when it's just you and a scrap of paper or whatever. But, you know, not only does it kind of there's a performative aspect to it, right? When it's public. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, I need to do that. But it's also, I'm curious about how people have reacted to that type of thing, because I've certainly seen it a number of times and been like, oh, that's awesome. And makes me kind of think about something that I'm thankful for. And, and, you know, have you found that there's an interesting feedback loop? Absolutely. I mean, I get, um, I get a lot of, a lot of messages from people who are like, hey, I saw this, I saw this thing you tweeted about, whether it's the thankfulness thread or, you know, something else. And they're like, it, you know, it led me to rethink how I think about my, myself at the end of the day. And I'm like, that's really cool. You know, that's cool. And they're like, I keep a list, but I just keep it for myself. And they're like, is that okay? And I'm like, that's absolutely okay. Whatever works, works for you, you know, but I've, I've gotten probably 
15 or 20 message like direct messages from people because for better or for worse i keep my my dms open and i i only sort of kind of always regret it um but i do <laughs> I do occasionally get like those nice messages that are just like hey i saw this and this um really helped me or uh i saw you tweeted about uh using talkspace so i signed up for you know a month and i'm gonna try it and you know or they'll get back to me and say how helpful it's been or or whatnot um you know and i think that that's because the way it, way it works is it's easy to it's easy to be very uh very dark and sad and and get stuck in all the 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 bad things that are happening around us that we can't most of which we can't control um we can call our congress congress people i mean but that's kind of it you can show up to protests if that's your thing but there's only so much you can do so if at the end of the day before you go to sleep you can just get your brain out of that you know that mode of thinking that you've been stuck in for maybe the whole day um you know that is the key here which is why some people find um meditation so helpful because that's the whole point of it is to just kind of get your brain out of whatever your uh focus is so with the thankfulness thread it's the same basic concept and you know people have seemed to to like it and have turned it into their own and i'm all all about that <laughs> Things like the thankfulness thread or, you know, the ways that that you engage people on social media and in the kind of the context of 2017, which like, you know, you you just mentioned that your DMs were open and it literally caused me to like have hives. Um, there's. It feels like this year is such a weird year because we want to kind of pull together and just like help cope and help get through but at the same time like it's all it's so toxic and terrifying and people yeah. are well who are they and like i how do you find that balance sure and it's it's de there's definitely a, a balance to be to be kind of had because i know some people who went full on like i'm just gonna post super happy things all the time and it's like that's cool that's if that's what helps you get through the day and others might find it helpful too that's cool um, because everyone pretty much lives their life in public on the internet these days. That's kind of a thing. Um, but for me, I, th I think one of the things I've been, I've been trying to do, um, is to, is to, yeah, find that balance where I am, you know, paying attention to, paying attention to what's happening in the world and staying involved. But instead of, uh, instead of reacting to to what's happening or seeing news and just being like that sucks that's terrible my first instinct i've i've really tried to force myself to to um to do is to is to think what okay what what can we do about this you know what's what's the solution what's the answer and sometimes there's the answer is nothing and that's the, i think one of the trickiest things about 2017 just in general is that there are a lot of people out there who want to help and who want to stop all the bad things that are happening in the world, uh, but they don't know how. And that takes up energy, trying to figure that out. So one of the one of the things I started doing earlier this year um, in my work over at Upworthy is, you know, and, uh, you know, is taking these, 
uh, anytime there's an event, like thinking, okay, what are some things people can do right now? So something like uh, Donald Trump just announced a travel ban. Um, here are 15 solid steps you can take right now if you want to help or something like that. And I think like I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on that where people people say that that's that's helpful because that takes a lot of a lot of mental and emotional energy and they want to know like what are some good groups to give to in any of these situations. So I think that that's um you know I've tr- I've tried to when possible be be kind of a utility, you know, to to some people, but also I mean a lot of it's just so I was thinking back. So in years past, um, I, I've been I've been kind of a jerk to, to some people online, like like, a, you know, and, and, and there are still moments where it's like someone will really piss me off and I will be like, I will be like, screw this person. Um, but I but I may try I make an effort not to because I, I understand that there's you know, there's only so much energy that any of us have at any given time, you know, only so many hours in the day. How many of them do you want to spend angry at some random person you don't know on the internet? Um, and, and, you know, I think occasionally using using a little bit of energy on that's fine. Um, but, like, I used to just be just straight up mean at, at times, like, where I'd be like, you know, screw off, jerk, or something like that, you know, or, like, worse words. But, um, you know, tr- I've been trying to take a more solutions oriented approach to the year as opposed to just being like here are all of our problems you know if that makes sense that sounds so healthy right i try i it sounds so smart i try and i it's 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 hard and it doesn't always work and sometimes i get sometimes i get really down you know and i think that uh and i think it's good to be open about that too um you know maybe Maybe not too much. Sometimes I'm sure I overshare a bit, but you know I think it's okay to to show yourself as as human and vulnerable at times. I think you're doing a great job. Well, thanks. I mean, just getting through 2017, I believe we should all get like I'm pat. I am literally. I'm not joking. I'm patting myself on the back. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for getting through today. Yeah. Just say good job. We always say good job. Like, this is hard, so good job, everybody. Good job. <laughs> well, you know, so... You're doing great. You know, another thing I think, you know, is, is important is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Every, don't, be, don't be afraid to, like, take, take moments and, you know, do things that make you happy. And have occasional impulse purchases that, you know, are, like, some reasonable impulse purchases, though. <laughs> but, like, like, the other day, I bought a yo-yo. I was like, I just want a yo-yo. I don't know why. And it was only like $3, but I'm like, this is cool. This is good. This will take my mind off things. I can sit at my desk and throw a yo-yo around. Um, That's great. Right? So, you know, that can like find find little things that, that make you happy, that help you get through the day. Um, you know, treat yourself every once in a while because it'll, you know, it, it your mental health is important. If your mental health, you know goes to shit your physical health well if your physical health does you can't you can't do your job as well as you need to if you can't do your job you might not have a job and then you know all of the if all of this can be stopped by making an occasional yo-yo purchase or something every once in a while it's 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 worth it (laughs)
I'm just, I just bought a c 10 pounds of yo-yos. <laughs> oh, just this year it gives and it gives and it gives and it really just gives and it gives mostly and takes. It, it takes a lot. And our mm, minds and our, but 2018, we're going to live it to the max. Sure, we will. Sure. <laughs> we are. Remember, remember That's at our, the end of. We've decreed remember, that, Parker. But. But we're living remember, 2018 to the max. Remember at the end of 2016, like people were like, oh, this year was the worst. <laughs> Can't wait till it's over. And it's like, oh, we did not know what was coming next. I knew 2017 was going to be like, like this. Not like not this bad, but the bad. <laughs> That's why we just have to declare it to the max. Yeah. Two uh, X's. Oh, like like TJ yeah. Max. OK, exactly. Yeah. To the TJ Max. Meatball. Meatball's probably looking at you right going, I'm going to do it to the max. Uh, she's snoring on the couch after having a belly full of bunny poop. Right. She's yeah. living to the she's max right to... there. She's That's... already doing the max. Yeah. Little little does Meatball know that, that uh, at the end of the month, she's she's getting a uh, a cat brother. So, yeah. Meatball's never been around cats. That's going to so be to the be max. Oh, boy. Uh, your house is going to be living to the max. Parker, thank you so much. Thank you very much, very very much for having me on. It was it was fun. I'd love to come back sometime. Let's do that. 2018 to, to the, the max. max with two X's. Ah, Maureen. That cat and that dog and those two bunnies are sure gonna take it to the max. I already feel feel the energy of 2018 coming for us like warm sunshine. It's grabbing us. It's grabbing yeah. us. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Hitting us like a cold Dole Whip on a hot day at Disney World. Damn, that's so great. It is great. I can taste that Dole Whip, Dan. Uh, cold and pineapple-y and delicious. Mm, yeah. With you're the riding nice... the Aladdin magic carpets around and around oh. while you're eating it. Yeah, you are. To the max, Maureen. Dan, I feel ready. I feel like it says Whovia in general is ready. Ready for 2018? Ready to go take it to the max. We are going to take it to the max in 2018, Maureen. You, says Whovians. Would you like to tell us your plan on making your 2018 as to the max as possible? Do, do tell us. Yeah, tell us how you're going to take the lessons that we've all learned in 2017 and turn them into action and change and happiness into whatever you need. Yes. Out of the shit of 2017, how are you taking 2018 to the max? Says Whovians, we want to know. And we're going to ask you to leave us a voicemail at 312-715-7057 over the next couple of weeks. And we will cut the way you are taking 2018 to the max together into our final year-end episode, which will come out December 27th, and that we will probably record before that. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. otherwise we'd be recording on Christmas, and I think our families might be upset with us. I don't know. I could totally see us recording on Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas evening when everyone else is, like, playing with their stuff and looking at things, and we're huddled in a closet somewhere going, so anyway... Anyway, How about Trump's uh, Christmas Trump at Mar-a-Lago? Oh, he's eating a burned steak like a fuckwit. 
Yeah. Honestly, Dan, that's that probably, that's probably will be how we spend our Christmas. Yeah. But all of you will be spending your holidays, of which there are many this time of year, in all sorts of ways, and you will be thinking about 2018 and how you are going to live it. How, Maureen? Yeah. To the max. To the max. To the max. We want you to tell us again. How are you taking the shit of 2017 and making 2018 count to the max? 312-715-7057. I am excited, Maureen. We did a we did a we did a listener call-in voicemail-y episode around the inauguration, and it was wonderful. It was so great. And uh we're gonna do it again because we believe. That you should live 2018 to the max. I am going to have two books come out. Yeah. I'm going to go on my first tour. It's a small one, but I'm going my first tour for for three years in January. Yeah, you are. And then I'm having How I Resist come out in May. Yeah, you are. Man. And we're going to give up. We, 2018 a, is going to be amazing. We sent a big old check to the ACLU already. 50,000 smackers. That is a big oh. ass check. We're excited uh, to have sent, and uh, I think we sent the whole fifty. We're sending. That's what we're sending. But uh, I'm not sure if we sent the first pay. Uh, probably the first payment. We've definitely sent the first payment. Whatever we got, whatever we money we get, we send. That's our there goal. Go. Let's just send the money there, and just the great people that have participated in that book. So that was a great thing. Yeah. See, look at you. Look at All you. All these great writers, and you know, you've you've come through a lot. In 2017, Dan, you have like done so, you've gotten through so much. We have. And you know what? Yeah. We what? are, uh, we are mere days away from understanding the, uh, the end date to Janice's cancer treatment. And so we are already talking about post cancer trip to Disney World. Damn. Yeah. We're taking it to the max, Maureen. <sighs> See, we had to cancel our Thanksgiving trip. So. It's payback time. That's right. I'm going to fill and a is... tub with Dole Whip and just dive in it. Dan, you've already got it. You already know what's what. We're taking to the max. <sighs> it's all we can do. That's all we can do, Maureen. 2017 didn't beat us, so fuck it. We're taking 2018 to the max. That's right, Blue Apron. No. We're taking 2018 to the max. That's not their slogan. We're getting food in a box. Anyway, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo, who is a fantastic human being, who is playing his heart out all across America this last That's 2017, so who released a record, who lived 2017 better than many, and I bet you was taking 2018 to the max. He always is. Ted always is. Always. Always. Our logo is designed by Darth, who's hibernating, but I'm willing to bet you that Darth will be back in 2018 and taking it to the max. They'll be back. They will be. Darth will be back. You should contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter slash Says Who Podcast on Facebook. Holy cow, Maureen. Facebook. Yes. It's catching on, that Facebook website. You've seen that group? I've seen the Facebook group. Uh, Janice Dillard, my fantastic partner, is now moderating our Facebook group because that's just how busy it is over there. We realized we need a moderator. Yeah. 
So thanks, Janice. Thank you, Janice. She did that while she was getting better from cancer, and it made her happy. She was like, this is great. They're talking about fishing in Stardew Valley. And so then we said, we're giving you a job where we don't pay you. Yeah, so that's nice. She's enjoying that. You can email us at hey, that's H-E-Y, at sayswhopodcast.com. And again, leave a voicemail at 312-715-7057 for our next episode, which is coming out December 27th. So you'll need to leave that probably before Christmas so that it has a chance to actually be potentially included in the episode. Dan, I'm looking at Blue Apron's family plan for the week of December 18th, and one of the dishes is one pan chicken and dumplings with quotes around it, which frankly has me worried because... um, Probably just a ball of dough. That's what I'm saying, Dan. It could be anything when you put quotes around it. It's not... It means that it's not... Those aren't dumplings if you're putting quotes around it like that. No, it's a ball of dough. I don't know what the hell they're sending you there, but, you know, Blue Apron, we're putting quotes around food. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, they have chefs. I'm sure it's delicious. And they've honestly, they've been such a good sponsor. Let me let me paint a word picture for you, Maureen. I started this episode really cold. And so I had a hood on my headphones over the hood, kind of clamping it down. I have now soaked through the sweatshirt that I was wearing. I'm not a healthy individual. We should stop. I a lot. I'm not a healthy individual. I am sweaty and dying. You think this is the fever breaking? Uh, I mean, maybe. It's getting spinny. You probably need to. a little spinny. Okay, Dan. It's definitely time to, from (sighs) from your basement in Chicago. Well, hold on. I feel like we should be more festive to end this up. I might be sweating to death, but it's still the holidays, Maureen. All right. Ah. Jingle, jingle from my basement in Chicago. I'm Dan Sinker. And from my closet in New York. And the package with with the pizza. Blue Apron. We drink piss. God damn it. Wow. That was amazing. That was... It's not going to be a dry eye in the house. Oh, my God. I think we blew it out. <laughs> <laughs>